Hi, everybody. Wayne Soares welcoming you to a walk down memory lane. And what a special show we have today. Not only a good friend, but an Oakland Raider legend. And it's a great pleasure to welcome to the program today my main man, number 60, Otis Sistrunk. How are you doing today? I'm doing very good, Wayne. How about yourself? Oh, very well, my brother. Thank you. I really appreciate you taking the time today. Well, I got more time than I got money. <laughs> now, for those of us, those of you listening today, uh, Otis and I are part of a, a little trivia question. We were both born on September 18th, and our mothers share the same birthday as well on September 24th. So for those of you that are into trivia, that's a little uh, little little trivia question here for you. Happy belated birthday to you, my man. Thank you, Wayne, and happy birthday to you, too. Thank you very much. Thank you. Now, Otis, you played seven seasons for the Oakland Raiders. We're going to talk about that from 72 to 78. You're an all-pro in 74. Of course, you're a member of the Super Bowl XI world champion Oakland Raiders. You went to high school at William H. Spencer High School in Columbus, Georgia. People don't realize Otis Sistrunk was one heck of a basketball player, right? <laughs> I, I, I always say I was average, but I, I love basketball. Yeah, and and you uh you were very good at it, and you played, didn't you? Didn't you play in Milwaukee as well, right before you? I played. Started? I played uh, in the city league in in Milwaukee. I was just, uh, you know, I was thin, and I was trying to move Milwaukee to play basketball, yeah. but uh, I didn't get a chance to. I started gaining weight. And and you were discovered by someone from the Oakland Raiders. Am I correct, or, or was that the was that the um, was the Rams? That was the Rams. Okay. That was uh, that was the Rams. Uh, tried to get me to come in with the Rams. Yeah, and then you go and you sign a pro contract with the with the silver and black. You played for John Madden. Uh, I, I want to ask you about it, but he had a great quote. Was it? Don't worry about the mule. Just keep loading the wagon. He's, well, I said don't ble- don't worry about the mule being blind. Oh, okay. just keep loading the wagon. You know the thing about it is. That was a good quote that he used to use at halftime uh, during the game, and uh, I thought it was a good one. What kind of a coach was John Madden? You got along with him pretty well. Well, I, I think John was one of the best in the business. He was—he didn't have to holler. He didn't have to curse. He just tell you what he want done. And, and, you know, the players respected John. I respected John. And, you know, and all he wanted was to win his uh, Super Bowl and uh, – you know, so the guys used to love, you know, I could, you can't find a guy that did not love John Madden, mm. not on that team. Mm. And, and you were, you were a very close team as well. I mean, you were, I, I think I, I read something where uh, one of the players said, you know, forget about the Dallas. They don't like us. Everybody loves the Dallas Cowboys. They're America's team. Well, we're America's team because you guys had one heck of a record there in the seventies. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing is that uh, Wayne is, uh, you had some good uh, captains on the team. Was John was uh, Gene Upshaw was the offense captain, mm. and Willie Brown was the defense captain. So you had guys that would follow these two guys anywhere uh, in the world to to make the Raiders win. Mm. So you know that's the thing about it. you had we had good leadership, and with John Madden and all the coaches, but these two guys was uh, very important to the players. Mm. Mm. We're chatting with uh, Oakland Raider legend Otis Sistrunk, number 60 here in a walk down memory lane today. Uh, you always had a habit of, you, you never called Al Davis by his first name. You always called him Mr. Davis. Why is that? Well, 
because he was the owner. He was the man. Mm. He was, uh, he, he would bend over backwards for every player on that team. He knew everything about that player on that team. And the thing about it is that you, some people say, Al Davis, but I like to call him Mr. Davis. And he, he was a good man. What what kind of a guy was he around the players? I mean, was was he just an all business guy? But I mean, was he was he friendly? I mean, he lo- really looked out for you guys even after you played for him, right? I'll tell you, he was very friendly, and you could call him. And if you need a favor, you know, he, and if you're in trouble, you can call Al Davis. Al Davis was uh, a very special to the players, and all the you know his his motto was just win. You know, you know, you know, you, we didn't have guys to go out and get in trouble, but all he wanted the guys to go out on play. He was at the practice every day mm. when John Madden, I was retired, but when his wife got sick, Al Davis went to practice every day. And when he leave practice, he goes straight back to the hospital. Wow. So he was a very special man to, to that Raiders team. Mm. And and you guys had some some great talent on there. Ted Hendricks, Freddie Bolitnikoff, Kenny Stabler. You mentioned Gene Upshaw, Willie Brown, Art Shell, Ray Guy, Phil Villapiano. What what kind of guy was Art Shell? You were very close to him, weren't you? I was. That was my roommate, mm. and he was a very special person. And we used to, you know, the thing about it I tell kids now is that your your teammate, if you talk to him a lot, you get to know him. You know, is that I. Uh, me and Art used to sit down and talk. We'd talk. This is what is. If I was doing something wrong, he would always tell me, "You got to do this. You got to straighten this up, Otis, and this." You know, he he was a very special person to me. The one thing I, I remember about Art Shell was watching. Uh, he was coaching the Raiders in Monday Night Football, and um, they had an interview with him during the game. Um, it was it was pre-taped. And they talked about, he's talked about his parents, and he became very, very emotional. And I thought, wow, this massive guy, this, this football player, he's, he's like a gentle giant. He had a really, really, really good, big heart and a good soul. Well, you know, Wayne, I tell you, you know, when you come out of the South and you've got good parents and you know how hard they work for you, and I don't know how big our family was, but like mine was 10. And, and, you know, and you got parents that work two jobs to make you try to survive. And Art, I, I can't say that about Art. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. But I know he was close to his mother and father. Yeah. And all of his brothers, and he was close to them, too. Mm-hmm. Just, a, just a, a great man. We talked before about the, the Raider family. I had an opportunity several years ago. We, we taped something in the, the black hole that they call there. And we also performed at... I believe it's Raider Ricks, isn't it, Trunk? Raider Ricks. Was, was a, was oh, a, Ricks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ricks, yeah, Ricks, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, that was a sports bar. Yeah, it was a totally different experience seeing everybody, you know, dressed up and stuff like that. But, but what what did the what did Raider Nation mean to you when you played? Because you were a big, big, big fan favorite. Well, you know, the thing about it is that you you had great fans in in Oakland that you had them all over all over the world. That, that loved the Raiders and that, that Raider Nation, they they loved it. They love us today. It was just like you were talking about the birthday. I got a uh, a cake from the Booster Club and a brick from the new stadium wow. from the Booster Club. But and I did out of football for numbers of years. I can't even count. I'm getting old. 
<laughs> and but the thing is that that uh, Raider Nation they is really good. They push the Raiders and they're gonna push the Raiders. I think a lot of you would still have the Raider Nations when you when they now that they moved to uh, Las Vegas. Mm. Mm. Uh, talk a little bit about that that Super Bowl uh, that, that that you played and you beat the Vikings thirty two fourteen. Uh, on the ground, I think it's a, it's a record, 429 yards, 13-1 and one that season. What was so special? Why were you guys so successful, Otis? That's, it, it goes back to Gene and Willie. The thing about it is we lost the first game. I don't forgot who. I think it was New England. I'm not for sure. But we lost the first game, and we said, hey, this was supposed to be the Super Bowl team. We go and lose the first game. So Willie... If I recall, Willie Brown brought the defense in one room and Upshaw brought the offense in one room, and they started talking. And we, he was talking about soon as practice is over, you run out of here, you get in your car, and you go home or you go to a bar. You need to think about winning. And it rained, I think, for like six weeks. But it didn't stop us. John Madden just, just, just stand out on the field. Mm. And he knew we was going to work not 100%, but 110. And, you know, and after practice, I always get Art and Gene and, uh, and, and, and Bob Brown, and we'll go through different drills. Wow. And, and I mean, it's like 10 or 15 minutes, but then, you know, you're not, I'm not in a hurry to leave. Uh, I, you know, I, it's, it's, uh, I was a Raider man. I wanted to, wanted to win. And everybody on that team wanted to win. And Gene, and uh, we don't, you know, I might be talking about Gene and Art, but the thing about it, we had like Kenneth Stapler, you know, guys that really start putting in putting in a, a 110, and, and we know we had a shot. Mm. Wow. Wow. Great message there for the uh, for the young kids out there about uh, after practice, you, you go in and doing 10 or 15 minutes of, uh, of, of drills. Did, did you as a player, did you have any superstitions, any special routines that you that you did? Uh, I'll tell you one thing. A lot of folks don't believe this, but I think the Raiders are the superstitious team i ever seen. Really? Well, everybody got their own thing they like to do. Is I used to go to, go to dinner with Phil Villapiano on Friday. On a Saturday, I would... Uh, I would go home, change clothes, get ready to play, get ready to come back to the come back to the hotel. Art Shell and myself would meet back at the hotel a certain time, leave the hotel, leave the hotel, go over in Oakland, pick up some ribs and uh, some sodas and something. We'd come back to the to the hotel. We would eat at the same time, and then we'll get up here, cut the TV off, and then we we'll go to bed. Wow. Jeez. So, we was very superstitious when it comes to that. Mm. Mm. That's that's great. Who was the funniest guy on that team? Who kept you guys loose? Who kept you laughing? Well, it's a lot of guys kept you laughing. The thing about it, we was a happy team. Mm. We didn't. Uh, everybody was for. You know, I tell you, Wayne. A lot of folks don't know, but we used to have uh, Christian athletes in action, and we had thirty guys. And everybody looked out for each other. That was the whole deal. Wow. So if you got guys looking out for each other, and you, you know on a Sunday, I don't, I'm not going to say we had 38 that showed up for for the uh, prayer prayers on Sunday, 
-hmm. But we at least had 30 guys or more. Each Sunday would get up at, uh, you know, one guy got to get up and lead us in prayer. Mm -hmm. And we sit there and talk about the Bible because you couldn't go to church because you had to go to pregame meal. Then you had to turn around and come back to your room, get dressed, and then go to the stadium. So, you know, we was very close. And the guy, you asked who was the, the comic, because we, we I, don't, I don't know who was used to keep everybody laughing. But, uh, you know, everybody used to do something to make, to keep you happy. Wow, that's great. I tell you, that's a fabulous, because I would have never, ever have thought that the Raiders uh, would be having a, a team devotional and, 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 you know, somebody leading in prayer. I think that's great. Uh, let's talk about Otis Sistrunk. You were in a couple, some some movies, weren't you, my man? You were in car car wash, yeah, car wash with them and and hookers, but it was a western. Okay. Uh, so you know the thing about it is that uh, you know I made this western out in Montana, and I had had a lot of fun, and uh, you know I can't remember the director's name, but the thing about it is that uh, you know it was a lot of fun, and uh, the funnest thing about the movie was it's a guy named Jim. Had to was gonna ride a horse into the uh, to the bar and when you know we was we were just practicing and I hit him side the head and then I knocked him out <laughs> and you couldn't use that because it was for real but the whiskey ball I had in my hand broke in my hand and I hit him with my hand and oh geez I start apologizing I said you don't know what I'm just a pole football player I don't have no money. <laughs> So please don't sue me. And I think not, you know, uh, Doug Taylor and his son was there. So, so his everybody just thought it was funny. And then Jim got up. He and I apologized to him, and it worked out real good. Uh, did, did you do also did some Miller Lite beer commercials too, right? I did Miller Lite commercials. Uh, you know, that see, you know, you got you had guys on that team. If someone walk up to me and say during this time and say. I'm looking for a guy to do this, Otis, and this is what we pay in. This is blah, blah, blah. I would say Ben Davidson. Oh, the late Ben Davidson. They called Ben. That's how I got with Miller Lite. I said, Ben, I sure like to work with Miller Lite. And he said, let me throw your name out there. And that's how I got out, got with Miller Lite. I wish they were still doing this commercial because Miller Lank was uh, very important. You know, John Madden was on there. That's right. Uh, and Ben Davidson. And so, so, you know, it was like a family. Sure, you know? sure. Miller Lank, you know, had L.C. Greenwood, you know. Uh, you had some nice guys that did commercials for Miller Lake. Yeah, um, and, and I think Ben, the late Ben Davidson, I want to ask you about him. Uh, afterwards as well, but uh, he had one of the greatest lines in the world for any Miller Lite beer commercial was Rodney Rodney Dangerfield gets up and he goes, all we need is one pin, Rodney. And it was one of the greatest lines. That's, and, that was Ben. That was, that was, that was Ben. Talk, talk about him. I get a chance to, uh, to, to meet him along with you when, back in the old uh, Ocean Spray Celebrity Golf Tournament days when I was in ESPN and and uh, just he was such a such a wonderful wonderful person really 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 good guy. Well, I tell you, I miss being today. His picture hangs up in the wall over here now. Yeah, mm. uh, you know, his wife Kathy was a very nice person. Yes, very. And nice. so we was real close. I can remember one thing is when I was living in Virginia Beach. And Ben and Tom Keating was driving cross country on their bikes. 
And he called me and he said, Otis, I need to stay at the house for two or three, for two days. But they stayed three. Mm -hmm. So he drove the bikes, put the bike in the garage, my kids to play with him. And so we we was uh we we got closer. And like I say, if uh somebody needed some 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 taken care of, I would say call Ben. If Ben was they was asking Ben, Ben said I got the right person, he got a good attitude, Otis would come here and do this for you. So, you know, we played a lot of, he did he wasn't a good he he didn't love to play golf, but he learned to play. Mm. But you know, we used to do a lot of golf tournament charity stuff for uh, Special Olympics all over the country. Mm, mm. I still have. Uh, we weren't able to play this year. Uh, our favorite, one of our favorite tournaments in Booth Bay Harbor, Maine, uh, that benefits the Special Olympics. But I still have a picture. My daughter was about four or five years old, and she's sitting on she's sitting on your lap, I believe, and uh, she is. Uh, <laughs> It, it was amazing because it's it's she's sitting on your lap and then behind her are Ben Davidson, the late Ben Davidson, and Ted Hendricks. And she just well, she it was a, it was a collector's item. I'll tell you that. Well, well you know, Ted, Ted is another one. That's my buddy too. So he's he, you know I don't know he's sick now, but Ted is Ted is a great guy. And yes, he uh, is. Like I say, we we had it was we was family when we played, and we're family today. You know, like feel a call and check to see if I'm doing all right. I would call, check, see if he's doing all right. Ted Hendricks, when my wife passes, was one. He set up a foundation with the Heart, Heart Association just for my in my wife's name. Wow. So, you know, wow. the thing about it is, Ted, you know, we like brothers. Yes. And, you know, that's the whole deal of the Raiders family. You know, if one of the Raiders got a problem, you could bet some, some one of the Raiders coming. Yeah, they gonna check on <laughs> what's going on in your life. You know that's oh, that's good. That's good though. That's a tsunami. That's not a tidal wave. That's a tsunami yeah. coming at you when you get the when you get the Raider family. Uh, yeah, Ben, ben uh, was just a, a, a wonderful, wonderful man. I remember when I lived out in L.A. and uh, I just happened to call him, and he was in he was about a half hour away. So he and Kathy, we hooked up. We yeah. had we had dinner. And he's just such a such a fine gentleman and a, and a sweet wife and uh, and so with with Ted and uh, and and Linda, uh, just great 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 people. I've been fortunate enough to go and play in his uh, golf tournament at the Doral in Miami, and both he and Linda are just the, the most gracious. They're fabulous hosts, and uh, they've raised a lot of money for uh, for charity through the Ted Hendricks Foundation. Um, I want to talk about Otis Sistrunk, the cook. Okay. Now, 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 when when you first got me, when I started to entertain the troops, you made it happen. You got me. You were at Fort Lewis at the time, and you got me out to perform and visit with the wounded warriors. And uh, it was a fabulous, fabulous time. One of the first real, you know, performances that I, I I did. But but you brought something over to the to the cabin. I was on, I believe, Lake Champion, and uh, you brought over ham hocks, pinto beans. Uh, peach cobbler that your late wife Carol, rest her soul, had made and uh, homemade cornbread, and it was the That's most right. amazing. Oh my heavens, a, amazing meal! Do, do you, you you like to eat catfish too, right? You have a special recipe for that? No, you, you know what, Wayne? Catfish is I I quit eating catfish 
And when I started back eating catfish, catfish is is a uh, is real good. And, and we I still eat catfish here on Friday, but we used to do it at the job. Oh, okay. And we had a great group of guys, all military guys, all ex-military guys, and then when we all worked together, and so we used to do ham hocks, pinto beans, uh, catfish, cornbread, and then you know every once in a while. It, it, Carol made some special. It is a Carol love to cook, mm. and somebody else would make some special. So we used to have fun, and uh, you know, I'm gonna be honest with you, I I really talk about the Raiders a lot, but military. I worked with so many guys from military for 35 years, and I tell you, like it's, I have military guys check on me now. Wow. And, and I live right now in a military town, so I see a lot of guys that I used to see when, when I worked for the military. So it, it still works out pretty good. I remember the guys coming in there, being in your office, and the guys would come in and and want a uh, want an autographed picture. They came in. They came in frequently. Well, you know, it's just uh, I, that was one thing I was good about signing autographs, signing whatever they get to bring it in the office. And some of the guys, you say, I can't believe we sitting in here talking to you. <laughs> but I have a lot of these guys' numbers now, and these guys have my number because I used to give them all my numbers. And, you know, every once in a while, I say once or twice a week. I have one buddy he calls, called twice a week that he lives in Florida. He moved from uh, from here to Florida. Hmm. And he calls just to check on me. Wow. Wow. Yeah. You're fortunate. You got a lot of good people uh, uh, that you surround yourself with, my man. Uh, let's let's talk about you. You do a tremendous amount of of work um, appearances. I know it's a it's it's a very very big part of your life. But the Special Olympics, talk a little bit about that. How, how important is that charity to you, Otis Sistrunk? Hey, you know, uh, Wayne, I tell you, you know, for 25 years, it's while I was at Seattle, this is well, I did did Booth Bay. Then did uh, Ben Harvard. I mean, up there. What what, what, what town we was in? Uh, in Maine. And then you know, uh, I have worked with Special Olympics. They already was set up here, but Special Olympics was very special to me. You know, you never think about it. your kids could be special. I have a sister that got a special kid, and that's what gives me the, a little incentive to want to go out and just do something for Special Olympics. The first time, well, as soon as I got to town, I, uh, I'm going to do some work for Special Olympics here in Columbus. But uh, out, out at Fort Lewis, I used to love kids. I loved them so much that I, I gave one kid my phone number. And the guy said, you should have gave me your phone number. And this kid, you know, he got in some kind of trouble driving. And he said, well, you need to talk to me. They said, well, where's your parents? He said, let me give you my daddy's address, my phone number. <laughs> and he gave the police my card. And the police called me and said, Otis, I got your son. I said, you got my son? Where are you calling from? He said, Spokane. I said, I don't have no kids living in Spokane. He said, well, this kid said he was, you was his daddy. Oh, my and, goodness. And it was, it was so great. And, uh, you know, what? I used to look for that kid every year. They come in and, you know. Fort Lewis was big on Special Olympics, and, and you know, up in Maine was big on Spokane. And then the Booth, I mean, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, over, Booth Bay. 
Booth Bay yeah. and then over in, uh, over in Boston. Oh, so, over at, at the uh, Ocean Spray Celebrity Ocean Golf Tournament. Spray. That's right. Yeah, it was it was good. So when you call me and you say Special Olympic, uh, you know, I drops what I'm doing just to go and work with Special Olympic. Special Olympic is special to me. And like I said, I got a sister. She got a son. Is uh, He's a special kid. And mm. I look, at, you know, I, I, I would go go to war just for this kid. Mm, nice, nice, very nicely said. I have, I have uh, a, a cousin that's a special Olympian as well. Um, summing things up here today, what's the message that Otis Sistrunk has to kids today? Has to the the kids in college that play sports, the kids in high school that play sports? Coming from you, Oakland Raider legend, what does what's the message here today for the kids? Well, Wayne, one of the things is as you're coming up. You got to respect everybody. And number one is when I lived in the South, the thing is that if you walk down the street, you speak, you, you know, mm-hmm. if this lady sitting on the porch or this guy sitting on your porch, you always speak. Mm-hmm. The thing is, you know, it, it'll carry you a long ways. But the most important thing is listening at your parents. And you listen at your parents trying to tell you right from wrong. And then you got your pastor at church. If you got a problem, you go to your pastor and find out what's, what's, what you could do. And staying in school is most is very important. Mm-hmm. Uh, staying in school, try to get an education. You know, I you know, it's a lot of folks ask me now. You know, why you didn't go to college? I wish I had I went to college. Mm-hmm. The thing about it is, I've met more people but not going to college, and they are proud. And it's you know, say you didn't go to college, but you still made some out of yourself. So you know you got you got to re- respect your parents, respect school, and stay in school and do what you got to do. And you know that's the most important thing is uh, you know trying trying to make everybody happy. You can, but the thing about it is you can make yourself happy if you stay in school and uh, you know try to go to college. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How does how does Otis Sistrunk want to be remembered? Mm. As a down-to-earth person, mm. Mm. we turn back, we turn flips to do something for somebody, and and, and you know, it's uh, a lot of folks asking me that question. I, I, don't, I don't, I really don't know. Just say, hey, he was a man from University of Mars. He's a nice guy, <laughs> and I think he'll do anything he can to help help the next person. And, you know, I got, I got uh, it's two other players that live. We we're real close. We got close when when I came back. One played for the 49ers, one played for Cleveland. And when my birthday was last week, I didn't invite because the virus, you couldn't invite a whole lot of folks. But I invited these two guys and their family, their wives, to come by. And my two sisters, that's all we had was eight people. So that's that's what it's very special to me doing something to help some kids. It's like uh this election now, I got a better. He's working with the sheriff, sheriff now trying to get elected. So he'll probably call today and say, "Hey, I need you to come over here to the bar and see what we're doing and and make a donation." So it's uh, you know, it's very nice. I I don't know Wayne. I just want to say he was a nice guy. Well, I I can uh, certainly echo those sentiments because uh, I've known you. We've known each other now for I think well over twenty years and. Uh, Wait. 
from 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 Cape Cod. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. We we met uh, at the the old Ocean Spray Celebrity Golf Tournament. It was fabulous. Good friend of ours, Peter Wyman, was one of the main guys that they put all put all that together. And uh, and and Jim and uh, and Woody, uh, they were fabulous as well. But I happen to know. For, to all of our 3 million-plus listeners out there, happen to know Mr. Sistrunk on a very personal level, and you will not find one of the most decent, honorable human beings in the world. And I'm going to just share a little story here with you. When my, we had a, my aunt uh, died tragically, and uh, she actually uh, fell, uh, um, passed out on an escalator at Logan and had uh, Logan Airport coming in from Seattle and had major uh, head trauma. And uh, you and your late wife, Carol, called just about every other day uh, when she passed. You sent a, a beautiful arrangement, a beautiful card. And my family never, ever, ever, ever will forget that. Uh, just a, you're, 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 you're a good soul, Otis Sistrunk. Thank you, my brother. I tell you one thing. She was a good lady. Well, thank you. Thank I, you. I, I used to love to be. I, also, uh, your mother, you know, she's very special to me, Wayne, and your daughter. Thank you. And, and, and you know, and you're, you're a nice guy. You call and check on me. And, you know, I appreciate that. And, you know, and I always think of you. And I'm missing this year at Booth Bay. Yeah, we but, both are. But, you know, the good Lord will make it a way so we can be there next year. Well, you know something? We, we've got uh, coming up October 13th, the second annual Wayne Soares Celebrity Golf Tournament to benefit homeless and disabled veterans. And as I told you, next year... We're, we're bringing in the big guns. We're, we're bringing in my man from Columbus, Georgia. Uh, you've got an invite right now, and uh, I can echo those sentiments. Sentiments uh, that my, my mother thinks the world of you, and my daughter says to say hello. She's wanted to pass your best on to Uncle Otis. So that's how much you've impacted our family. All right, Wayne. All right. You have a, have a great day, and uh, Trunk, thanks again. My guest today has been Oakland Raider legend number 60, Otis Sistrunk for Otis. I'm Wayne Soares. Make it a great day, and God bless our United States military and veterans. Thank you, Otis. Take care. All right. Talk to you, Wayne. Bye-bye.